Yeah. I'm trying yeah. something. I'm testing this. Testing, 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 testing. And welcome to the Usual Rejects Podcast. I'm Kirk Oskowski. I'm here with... Devin Anderson. Hey, folks. And this is a very special edition of the Usual Rejects Podcast, coming to you again from CradleCon. <laughs> we were here last year. We're back again. This is the second year. And we have a very, very special guest. None other than a Jawa. Jawa. Yeah. Oh, speak up, Jawa. <laughs> the Jawas hail all the way from Tatooine. So we... We appreciate your journey. Yeah, it's a quite a quite a long way, uh, quite a few parsecs, I believe, until the Cradle of Aviation Museum. So we appreciate you coming all the way out. How's the uh, weather out there in Tatooine these days? Doesn't even really. He's he's ready to explain how hot it is out there in Tatooine. He is he is ready to just be like, get me off of this planet. Yeah, no, it's hot. I get it. It's really hot out there. The sandstorms are pretty rough. We gotta, we gotta make sure that uh, we have some. Wa- do, do Jawas drink water? That's a yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can imagine that the Jawa clans are pretty parched out there in Tatooine. Yep, absolutely. So, have we scored any uh, good protocol droids or any uh, astromexterns? Really? Okay. Well, don't rip off any uh, moisture farmers. We uh, we would appreciate that, but you know we understand that you got to make a living. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you stopping by the uh, the Jawa the Jawa costume, the Jawa robes. Yes, are absolutely fantastic. You did a fantastic job on the costume. We appreciate you stopping by. <laughs> Thank you so much. We really appreciate it, sir. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Man, that you look great. You, gotta, you guys, uh, anybody that's listening to the podcast, you got to look at the video. going to be able to have a conversation. This uh, video is uh, going to be posted on the website, usualrejects.com slash podcast, if you listen to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Hey, do you hear they're getting rid of iTunes? Did you hear that? I did see that. I think I saw that on the elevator the other day. They're just getting rid of iTunes. And so what does that mean if you bought so many movies and they're probably going to yeah that's a good question so all the movies on my phone are they just going to disappear i don't know is it going to go into a separate app it would only make sense this is a scary time a scary world to be living in if anybody gets rid of the movies on my phone i'm going to be very upset have you been buying most of your things through itunes Yeah. yeah oh yeah they have to oh yeah they have to go to like an apple movies app or something something I think because they've separated now. Because iTunes used to have podcasts. Now there's an Apple Podcast, the app. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And we have a podcast. Okay. That's, that's where most people are probably listening to this from. All right. And we're on the Apple Podcast app. So, uh, so yeah, we open up with the Jawa, obviously. But there's a lot of exciting things happening here. There's a lot of great cosplay that's happening. Next to us, um, there's a group doing uh, Iron Man, Rocket. Yeah. A huge Thanos costume. Um, so you're going to want to check out. On social media, we've been posting pictures. Also, um, been filming this so we can post it yeah. on our podcast website. Get a good lay of the land. We're actually in the same spot that we were last year, which is right in front of the space toilets and yes. all of the space accoutrement that you might travel with, like that you might put in your space dop kit, is behind yeah. us. Like, you know, dried fruits and dried food and <laughs> a lot of space <laughs> underwear and things like that. So it's also the darkest spot, probably. 
on the con floor, so we, yeah. we are in kind of a, a dark spotlight. But, you know, we belong in the shadows. <laughs> we work best in the shadows. <laughs> we work best in the shadows. Well, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, I, it's weird that it's been a year. It is. How has it been a year? Well, last year, last year it was like June 30th because it was right during the weekend yeah. of uh, Pride. Because I'm wearing the rainbow, rainbow hat. hat. Oh. I'm wearing the rainbow hat because I remember last year getting on the train wearing a rainbow hat and everyone looking at me like, why is he so sad looking? Yeah. I think there's pride. a... There's a um, oh, we have a guest coming oh, up. Oh, we got a guest coming up. Oh, so ladies and gentlemen, we're about to meet someone very famous. It's Peter Griffin, everybody. How's it going, guys? Real life Peter Griffin here hanging out at Cradle Con. Uh, we're having a good time here. We're looking at space crap and... Uh, <laughs> We're just hanging around here, you know? There was one guy walking around before in a, in a space costume. I thought it was one of the displays come to life. Yeah, no, yeah. Every year there's always some guy, just one guy, one random guy that decides to just dress up as Spaceman. It's like, oh, great, we got Buzz Aldrin over yeah, here. Yeah, this is like <laughs> Buzz Aldrin next to Thanos and next all the Avengers. Light, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and he nailed it. We are next to all the space crap. We got space crap directly These are the us. space toilets. Have you gone in there? It's cool. It's, it's like a whole room. You go behind the curtain and you feel like you're in a spaceship. It is like the, that's, that's the cosplay pre-judging room. So it's like the oh, spaceship wow. judging room. That's insane. So it's, it's like just a bunch of tables. It's a panel of spacemen. That just judge you based just, on your They just judge you on, based on, on, on your, your life decisions yes. and, your, and your appearance. And a, and a chance to win what? what? What do you win if you win a, cos, a cosplay contest? Have you ever won I, a cosplay I, contest? I, I've won, uh, I've never won a whole thing, but I've, I've, I've definitely won um, crowd favorite before. Cool. And usually it's like toys or something. I, you know, uh, okay. You know you're a real geek because <laughs> I, I, did, I did a show here a few years back. And uh, I, I won Best in Show, and I got a statue of Power Girl. And if you don't know who Power Girl is, this is Supergirl from another universe, but she has, like, huge boobs and a giant window right to them. And I was upset that I won that and not the Darth Vader statue. I was like, yeah. that's when you know you're a <laughs> I wanted the Darth Vader statue instead. I understand that. That's well, they're so like they're like looking at their inventory and they're like, "What can we give away? Yeah, um, as a prize. What do we have a the lot of? Power, like, oh, oh, we power can give away girl almost statue. Supergirl or yeah, Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, you must go to how, how many of these would you say you go to a year? Oh man, you know it, it really varies because I've never had like a consistent year yeah. ever in my in my entire career doing this, and I and I've been doing this for six years now. Because I've seen you at New York Comic Con. Have you made it to San Diego Comic Con? I have not made it to San Diego. Wow, I man! I like too. It's just it costs so much money, and, uh, and, yeah. and to get the it's super competitive for the hotels. Yeah, it's oh, super God. competitive for the tickets, and then you know just flying out there is expensive because I'm fat, so I have to fly first class right. because you know my ass doesn't fit in a regular seat. So is like but, uh, is something like a sponsor? Is it like can you get sponsored to go out there to to like you know, be a, like a cosplayer out there. I, th I think the only way you can do that is if like a booth that already has like a, a spot at San Diego invites, invites you. Invites you. Of, a part of their booth. So maybe if there was like a Family Guy because I or do know like a lot that. of cosplayers that get invited to like specific booths. Sure. And that's how to get in. Wow. Yeah. I figured you'd be game for that. I figured that that would be that would be happen, fun. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure that, you know. I, a lot of the cast from Family Guy goes here, so yeah. it would be nice to meet them. Oh, yeah. I, I've met Seth Green. He's super cool. cool. I met him in New York Comic Con. But other than other than him, I, I, I did befriend uh, Johnny Brennan, who's really cool. He does, he was uh, one of the original Jerky Boys, but he was also uh, Mort on Family Guy. So uh, yeah, I can't believe how many voices he does on that show. I looked it up because wow. I was like, what happened to the Jerky Boys? 
and I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, this guy's totally working yeah, all the a, time. He's he's getting work with the voice acting and stuff, which is what I'd like to do eventually. Oh that, yeah, that would be my, my goal if, if if I have a light at the end of this tunnel. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I've always seen you at the conventions, and you've always been surrounded by people. So always I've never actually been able to. Like, it's like the opposite of high school. I, I don't understand. <laughs> you, you put on green pants, and all of a sudden, people care about you. Hey, <laughs> hey man, it's it's your turn. It is it is finally our turn to get the attention. I mean, that that's deserve. I think that's a societal thing too. That it is our turn. Like all of a sudden, that like the things I was shunned for. Yeah, like exactly. comic it comes books full circle. and cards. Nerd, just and all, being a nerd. And they're like, yeah, and look at the Big Bang Theory. We watched it. Well, yo, I watched the Big Bang Theory, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I, I wore aviator sunglasses in high school, and everybody used to laugh at me and call me a cop. And now you can't find a basic girl in a Starbucks that's not wearing them. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. And, and I wanted to wear jeans that actually fit. You right, know? right. You know, and, uh, and they charge you more if they're like like tight and like ripped. And, yeah, and yep. vintage. It's like, oh look, this this looks like it was rolled around in in like moss. Let's <laughs> like, charge forty dollars more. This is ridiculous. It really grinds my gears. Fantastic. <laughs> so, how many times have you watched all the episodes? I actually haven't seen every episode. Oh wow! Is, you know, it's it's surprising to a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I watched it hot and heavy back when I was in high school and yeah. and, and into college. Uh, and then I started being Peter, and, and in an effort to to not steal from the original content, I just kind of write my own stuff. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. So I really, really don't take from the show. So if, if I ever tell a joke and it was on the show, it's it's, it's pretty much, you know, happenstance, because wow. I, I, I'm not copying anything. The no. only thing I really, if you want to say copy, is grinds my gears, that format, because sure. you had that episode. But they only did it for one episode. I, I kept the series going, and all my jokes are original. That's so. so interesting. So, like, even, like, cosplaying as a character, you kind of have to be wary of just content, I suppose? Well, it's not even that. I mean, yes, because it's, it's straight-up copyright infringement. But right. I, I'm the real-life Peter Griffin. I'm yeah, not Peter yeah. Griffin. <laughs> You're I don't, the real I don't life work Peter for Griffin. Fox. I don't represent the show. I'm not in official capacity in any way. But I have worked in official capacity in, in certain times. Yeah. Like uh, uh, a company called Jam City flew me out to California a couple of years back. Oh. And I and I got to advertise for another freaking mobile game, which was which was a lot of fun. That's and I was cool. On, I, was, I was on a couch playing a, 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 a Candy Crush-like game with Adam West like a month and a half before he died. <laughs> oh, wow. It was the most wow. insane thing. It was like I was sitting there with Adam West and just, just playing video games. It was a <laughs> surreal experience. That is surreal. Ralph Garman was there, too. He was really cool. Wow. Oh man! All right. Well, it's exciting that you can do so much too. That you like that you get invited this way and you get to do this character. It's been like, it's been a quite quite a wild ride. And, and this is my real voice, by the way, for people who don't. Oh, it's slipping yeah. into it. It's good, actually good, yeah. it's actually like a regular voice. You know, I had I'm to here, assume. I'm, I'm, I'm here from from you know from Long Island. You know, I was I gonna say yeah, yeah. I got the accent. You know, it's. <laughs> where yeah, where so you're from Long Island originally? Yes, yes. And what's your real name? Well, uh, my name is Rob. Rob Franzese. That's my real name. But, That's but yeah, you're totally a guy from Long Island. More people in the world know me as So would you have you gone to uh, mainly like Eastern Seaboard Comic Cons basically? Almost exclusively. What's the what's I, the farthest you've gone? Well. For a convention, sure. the furthest I've gone would, would be Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, cool. Sure, we've heard of it. We've heard of Dra- that we- is that is literally cosplay Mardi Gras. Yeah, that we've heard like that it's just a big party. Four Dr- o'clock in the morning, getting beers with Batman, kind of like partying. Uh, like we have heard that. We and it's tra- run out of five hotels. Um, like, and and the, you can walk into any one of the hotels, and they don't stop you or anything. Like. We were staying at the Ritz Carlton at the time, and we can go into the Hilton and swim in their pool, and there was not a problem. Wow, it was, 
it was a it's big like a con. free-for-all and like there, there's like like always like aquaman and mira cosplayers <laughs> swimming by the pool <laughs> and, then, and there's there's a really really dull and i haven't gotten to experience it myself and i'd like to if i ever get back to dragon con they have a really really beautiful uh aquarium in uh, Atlanta, that a lot of the cosplayers, like the sea cosplayers, go down the sea cosplayers. and get like insane pictures because they actually have like a hallway where the fish swim over your head. Oh so, wow, like, you're That's basically a perfect in with the fish. So it's like perfect cosplay headshot. Wow. Now I'm trying to think in my head of like all the sea cosplayers. Oh great! It's finally cool to be Namor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've always taken the stance though that Namor is pretty freaking cool. Actually, if you read some of the books, oh, like, he's powerful around as hell. around Civil War, particularly, and he's just like a straight up like tyrant. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to steal that. He's, he's one of the first steals. Marvel characters ever. He was yeah. in the first issue, along yeah. with the uh, the original Human Torch. Oh my God! It's Reptar. We got Reptar. <laughs> Look at that Reptar, Reptar. Gotta find it, Reptar. God, I haven't watched that in like twenty something years. I love that show. Rugrats, if baby. Like they bring it back. Four year old me. Yeah. What's your favorite show? It would probably be the Rugrats. Rugrats. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, I got a question for Peter Griffin, um, or 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 you, just whichever. <laughs> so we we do a stage parody show. We take uh, all your favorite movies from the eighties and the nineties, and we turn it into a stage parody drinking show. Ooh. So if you could pick a movie. One of your favorite movies ever from like the 80s or 90s that you would love to see on stage that is a drinking show between the cast and the audience. What would be your choice? A drinking show? Yeah, a drinking like a show like a show that you'd like to kind of like participate in but also drink to in celebration. Hmm. I'll give you a I'll start listing off some of the movies that we've done and uh, maybe that'll spark I mean Star some. Wars is my favorite movie of okay, all time. Okay, we've definitely we Period. have definitely done I mean there's nothing that tops Star the Wars three, for me. We've done the three original. The se- the second closest would be Indiana Jones. There you go. Okay, so we actually did Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom here at the Cradle ah, of Aviation. No way. See, uh, Last Crusade's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I think we're I think we're we're, we're circling. To do that. We're circling. I surely remembered my Chalamet. Yeah. Chalamet <laughs> be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. You are a voice actor. You got that down, buddy. <laughs> I found it if I just sit down and think. The solution presents itself. That's that's fantastic. But the whole banter when he first gets introduced in the movie is like my absolute favorite thing. He's like he's like. You didn't bring it, did you? You did. I yeah. should have mailed it to the mocks. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like, take it. He's like, take it easy. Why do you think I mailed it at home in the first place? So he wouldn't fall in their hands. He's like, I came here to save you. Oh, yeah. Well, here came to, to save you, Junior. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, it just sets the precedent. And, and what, what my favorite story about the background stories of that movie is I heard that a story that, that the first day of filming, when, when Sean Connery was on the set, he, the first thing he said was like, whatever he did, I did it first, and I did it better. <laughs> <laughs> that, does, that definitely sounds right. Can you imagine what it would have been like to be on that set? I would have died. No. Like, and he's like 10 years older than Harrison Ford, too. Yeah. Like, that's the joke of that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Is that they cast this guy. That, yeah. like, far in age, like, to, to be father and son, which is funny. It's interesting <laughs> that he retired that way, too, and he's just gone. You just never see Sean Connery anymore. Sean Connery actually had one thing in recent memory that I know that he did. He, he actually voiced a cartoon in Scotland. Like, it was like a Scottish cartoon. Oh, he no did the way. Wow. Or something like that. In fact, he's part of the Scottish Parliament, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I think, 
if, if, as long as you don't like retire from that, I don't know how how it works. With the, we're American, we don't know foreign politics. Yes, it's true. <laughs> true. But I know that he's part of the Scottish. Bar so he's retired. Anyway. Is he out there in Scotland? Is that where he's retired? Yeah, that's where he lives. So if we wanted to find Sean Connor, we would You've have got, to go I've got to Scotland to find him. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in his eyes on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Took it from him on the battlefield. All right, now we've crossed over to Braveheart that does not have Sean Connery, but still. <laughs> I fantastic. fight and you may die, run and you'll live. Always for a while. And dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to then to come back here for one chance? Just one chance He's to tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Woo, yeah. <laughs> He's got it down, man. We picked the right guy. We picked the right guy to join us. I when it comes to movie history. Yeah, no, no. I love it. So are we. You're in good company. You are in good I, I company. I speak in, 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 in movie uh, script and, and, and yeah. song lyrics. Like. That's basically what we do, too. That's all That's all we do is just quote, 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 quote until... That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Until people <laughs> give us the Who's the more looks. foolish, the fool or the fool of followers? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my ultimate goal is to eventually do Braveheart, as we've so? discussed. As a stage parody show? That's, that's my goal in life. You to, have to, to you'd be have to Mel Gibson in the three-hour classic and make it a one-hour The Goonies show. would be another good one. You Goonies, know? sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, already already there, already kind so of formatted. Many, like, 80s movies that you could I, do that it's, The list is endless. So we've done Wrath of Khan. We've done Back to the Future 1 and 2. Super Mario Brothers makes me want to drink. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, oh we've thought God. about like a riff tracks kind of like format, but I don't know. People are already doing that. Yeah, um, just making fun of movies while we, the movie. We did playing. Jurassic. We did Die Hard. We've done Terminator Two. I once did a movie, uh, uh, not a movie, a, uh, a a YouTube video. Peter Griffin doesn't know shit about movies. Nice. And I, they basically gave me a title of a movie, and I just said what I thought it was on, on the fly like that. That's really awesome. Funny. One of them was Shaft in Africa, and I lost it for like twenty minutes. <laughs> 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 I didn't know there was a movie called Shaft. In Africa. I know Shaft, but yeah, I, Shaft. In They're Africa. making another Shaft. There you are. There's it's coming out, Shaft and movie. like it doesn't like. Is there any advertising? I haven't this? seen any trailer. I I've saw seen like a, three commercials. I yeah. saw a billboard. Like when is that coming out? Like soon, right? I, I uh, have it's no like clue. In, it's, it's I have this no summer. Clue. I've so, not seen a trailer. So, somebody get Samuel L. Jackson on the line. <laughs> I mean, I like that last Shaft movie. Am I the only it, one? Uh, what's his face? Christian Bale was in that. Christian, Christian Bale, Bale was the bad guy. In the Jeffrey original. Wright was one of the other bad guys. Oh, right. It's like when Catholic leaves church early. Christian yeah. Bale. And Richard Price was one of the credited screenwriters on that screenplay. Wow. The guy who wrote Clockers and he wrote for The Wire and The Deuce and he wrote The Color of Money. Oh, wow. Well, when you fall, That's why you it was a good hard. movie. Right. Was a, I thought that was a good movie. John Singleton. <laughs> rest in peace, John like Singleton. Call, instead of calling it The Color of Money, they could have just called it Green and saved themselves a lot of time. Sure. <laughs> green. This is the movie Green. The pool movie. The sequel to The Hustler. It's a movie green. about my green. pants. <laughs> The color of money. The color green. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. I loved all those old trailers. Oh yeah, where they have they were the, like the narrator. Slow. Yeah, yeah. One man, one decision. Yeah, one desire. Well, they used to start movies like that too. Like they used to have a guy. Like instead of just a narration being on the screen and you'd read it, they used to have a guy, like that would just say that shit. I don't know if you just saw that, but every girl that just walked by stopped to look at Peter Griffin. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> My <laughs> reputation precedes me. <laughs> Cosplaying community. I love it. <laughs> oh, 
man, you need to find yourself like uh, you need to get. I, like, I need the whole. Well, uh, Lois and uh, Meg are going to be with me tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, have, I have. I have. I have a family, and I also have a, a Cleveland, but uh, he's in Philadelphia. Yeah, like if you could get the <laughs> if you could get the bar crew, like if you had the bar crew like sitting at your table, like that would be the best table to be at. <laughs> <laughs> some Pawtucket beer. Sit yes. around, have some uh, Pawtucket pets, you know. Have you ever played the Family Guy pinball game? Yes. It's awesome, There's actually isn't it? a picture of me playing it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> One of the photographers here that, that's walking around today, Christopher uh, Robin Weatherell, he actually got a picture of me at RetroCon a couple of years back, and I, <laughs> I actually reposted it recently. I was like, when you get caught t- playing with yourself in public. <laughs> <laughs> I've really gotten into pinball, like over as, as Devin rolls his eyes at me, but um, <laughs> he didn't actually roll his eyes. I was me. definitely I on a yeah. big pinball kick for a while. In fact, my favorite machine to this day was one that my aunt actually owned. It was called the Black Knight 2000, and it was developed by Midway, interesting enough. And one of the developers was Ed Boon before he ever worked on Mortal Kombat. And the voice of the Black Knight was the voice of Shao Kahn. They just he, made a sequel to that game if, too. If you, it just if came you out. like, if you like, play like the, the like the, the background music on YouTube of, of the Black Knight 2000. He's like, "Give me your money," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "It's Tim." Finish Love him. It. Finish him. <laughs> they're doing a. <laughs> they're doing another Mortal Kombat movie too, aren't they? Yeah, they're loading up another Mortal Kombat. James Wan. Uh, yes. In this? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I can't. Yeah, I love Mortal Kombat. I, I remember, and that's like one of my earliest video game memories too. I mean, oh, Mario yeah. Brothers was definitely oh, the first yeah. because I owned the Nintendo when I was a kid. But we used to get like because I live on Long Island, we used to get bagels at least once a week, and there was a bagel place that had the original Mortal Kombat machine when, like when it was new, like when yeah. I was a kid. And my aunt used to let me get the 25 cents to play, and my mom never would because it used to have blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my earliest memories were playing, like, the original Mortal Kombat yeah, cabinet. Yes. And I still, like, hot and heavy with Mortal Kombat. In fact, I platinum the new one already, which is insane. I, I, I never platinumed the game until, like, last year, and now this is my fourth platinum. I'm like, wow. what the hell is going on? Either there making it easier, or I turned into some kind of video game savant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the older games are really hard, and people, people people don't understand how like how hard like Battletoads was oh, or something. Battletoads, <laughs> Double Battle Dragon, Toads. Battletoads, Double Dragon on the Sega Genesis was one of the hardest games. You will not beat the fourth level of that game. I'm yeah, <laughs> the one with the girls with the whips and stuff. Like you, you may be able to beat the guy <laughs> with the machine gun eventually, but that next one with the robot dude, over, <laughs> over. I love that we can throw out these like really esoteric references. And right. Boom. You're right. Just, you're you right just, here. No, you're right there. You're sitting there frustrated. <laughs> I, I eat a bagel a, on Long Island. I still have a broken controller on my Sega Genesis from my playthrough. Love game. it. I used to slam it on the ground oh like all God. the time. I used to get such like rage. Oh, yeah. the old video game rage. And you think about like how hard people were on us as kids, the beginning of those video game violence. Oh, yeah. Now look at it. Now look at this shit. It's <laughs> it's like, everywhere. About the, Sega, the Sega Genesis was like like notorious for hard yeah. games. Yeah. Like, like, like even the Disney games were ridiculous. Like the Lion King and and, and Those Aladdin are good games. and all that. Aladdin, great, great game. games. You're not going to beat the third or fourth level of Lion King. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. The furthest I've ever made it in that game was the Stampede, and then I got fucked up in the Stampede. And it was over. <laughs> and it was over. And I, <laughs> okay, what about the X Men game for Sega? That was the that was the very game that made me want to own a Sega. Oh my god, I, I love remember that it was game. in first grade. And I, and I had a I never beat over it. at my buddy's house, and he owned it, and he had the Sega. And like I fell in love with that system in that game, and I came home and told my mom I want this. But then we were a Star Wars family, and Super Nintendo came out with Super Star Wars. Yep, those are great games too. So that Christmas, 
My brother got the Super Nintendo and I got the Sega Genesis. Oh. It was the greatest Christmas ever because we never got game systems. Had to get two in one Christmas. It was insane. Best of so both worlds. That was, yeah, that was that was my, my beginning of my, my friendship with the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Did you have both systems back in the day, Dev? No. So in my neighborhood, it was one half of the street had Super Nintendo and the other half of the street had Sega Genesis. So it kind of like formed different factions. So like <laughs> we would all go to Rick Fenbert's house and hang out in the basement. And we would all play Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat and we would all try to do the finishing moves. But then at school the next day, we would hear about, you know, them playing Super Mario across the street and being like, whatever, we saw blood, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, we saw blood. <laughs> whatever. I think we just found the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how it happens every whatever, time. Whatever, we saw blood. Whatever, we saw blood. <laughs> and I'm going to use that clip <laughs> right there. <laughs> Peter Griffin, people, whatever I saw. People see that title episode, they're going to be like, what? Whatever. Because we, we found, like, if we, f- we have some, like, really, like, childish humor in the title, like, those episodes of the first ones that people listen to, like. 100%. Like, yeah. it, it's, like you'll look, if you look at our list of episodes, it's like, whatever, right? Or it's like. Uh, Tom, Tom Hardy, Poop Mouth. <laughs> um, My original LLC was called Boom Big Pants. So you thought you're in exactly, good company. Exactly, it's, yeah. Makes no I sense. I saw someone pee on that seat. <laughs> yeah, I that, saw that, someone uh, pee on seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, like, I'm. I'm I'm throwing up just thinking about you guys. Some, yeah, yeah all, all just like very childish stuff, but like stays <laughs> stays within like nobody's gonna slap us with a fine or something right, like that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's still okay. Yeah, it's they're not gonna slap you with an ugly either. It's, it's not as bad as uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat fatality moves. I could never get those, man. I they could made them never a lot easier now to yeah. attain and in the the new games. And there's like spacing too, like there's close and medium range one. Well, now that the controllers have the stick on it, like the the finishing moves that had you had to do like a 360 are much easier. But I remember back then with the controller where it was just the cross yep. and you had to like use your thumb in a way to get the 360. It was always impossible. So like uh. you could never do Liu Kang's finishing move. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> the only character yeah. in video game history to be voiced by a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when he does the, the the flying circle kick against bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The bicycle kick. <laughs> the bicycle yep, kick. The bicycle yeah. Kick. yeah. Yep, yep. Taking me back. That's it. I used to love Raiden because he would just be like, <laughs> across the screen. And I found out years later, he's actually not saying anything. He's just screaming. <laughs> and that makes me like it even more. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was like screaming something in Chinese or Japanese. Oh, he's just going. <laughs> 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 just makes me laugh. So you got the new one. You got eleven, right? Oh yeah. I, like I said, I platinumed it. I, I went ham, really, because like they they. So to give you a little rundown of how that game works, they have a crypt in that one too that you can unlock stuff like skins and all that stuff. And I've I've literally emptied the entire thing out. I still have like six million dollars in the game <laughs> currency, so I could probably rebuy the entire crypt twice over. <laughs> and then there's there's like puzzles and stuff that you have to unlock to, to get to all the chests and stuff. So it's like a little bit Legend of Zelda-ish too. Like you have to like, ah. but then there's, it's like you have to do challenges and stuff. Like like there are like heads that you get if you perform 50 fatalities on a specific character. Not, not as them, but on them. I did it on every character. <laughs> oh my, my god. <laughs> I have all their heads. It's it's like I'm sick in the head. I, I have I had bronchitis. I was at a commission for like four or five well, days. This is a good time to use that. Ham. <laughs> went ham on Mortal Kombat. I did like almost 2,000 tower fights. It's insane. <laughs> it's awesome. The dedication that lot, it takes to go platinum. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's a great fighting mechanisms. Um, I, I like that they went back to like 2D fighting. 
going because back to with it. Because uh, with the 3D fighting that they were doing for a while there, and the very first one to introduce it was Mortal Kombat 4, which does hold a special place in my heart because that was the first one I ever personally owned. Oh. I didn't have any of the Mortal Kombat before in the original systems, hence because my mom, you know, right, the one yeah. to see blood. She's yeah. not going to pay the 25 cents for me to play. Imagine spending the $50 to buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, I, was, I, think it, I think it was when I made my confirmation, you know, Catholic schoolboy. But my uncle, my, my godfather, asked me, he was like, what do you want for, for, for your confirmation? I was like, I want a Nintendo 64. And he got me the Nintendo yes. 64 and Mortal Kombat 4. And that was, That's a milestone in anyone's was life. It. Yep. That was Nintendo a milestone. 64, absolutely. So, were you, so you were Nintendo, it seems. No, I was Sega Genesis, but like I, as I mentioned, half the, half the street yeah. was Sega and the other half was Nintendo. But I eventually snuck over and like made friends with the Nintendo side. Because Nintendo 64 came out with... Shadows of the Empire. Yep. And I was a big Star Wars yes. fan, and like That's I found out that they had like the Hoth level and yep. a bunch of like. So I was always about flying spaceships, and so I would and make friends with them. That was the original PlayStation for me with Star Wars Dark Forces. Oh, that Star Wars Dark one. Forces! That was the first game I played on my, on yes. my original PlayStation. Yes. In fact, that's how they got me hooked. Because I remember, so this is going back. This is really going back, showing how old I am. <laughs> we went to Comp USA to get my brother a Windows 95. Comp yeah. USA! We went to Comp the USA. Good old days. And they had a demo of Crash Bandicoot in the store. <laughs> so while they're trying to figure out what computer they wanted, I just stood there and played this system the whole time. <laughs> so they must have noticed and were like, what is that? And they got me the PlayStation for that Christmas. Wow. And. I didn't know what it was because I only knew Nintendo at the time. That was really my main system. If it wasn't Sega or Nintendo, I didn't know what it was. And I remember they hooked it up in my bedroom, and I heard the Star Wars music blaring from my bedroom. And I, I remember I was playing. It was so distinct to me. I was playing with wrestling action figures. I know, <laughs> it, was, it was Psycho Sid and Bret Hart. That came together. Specific memory. And Love I, it. And I ran into my room, and there it is, Star Wars. And like I was hooked on PlayStation from then on. So they and set it up as like a big surprise for you. It was. It was. And like I was really blown away. And I and like I've been a PlayStation customer since. Really. Love it. Because I have all the PlayStation systems. I have all the Nintendo systems. The Genesis is the only Sega system I actually own. I never sure. had the Dreamcast. Or yeah, any me that neither. Stuff. I did do the. Uh, I had Sega CD. Oh, I had Sega 32X. Oh, wow. Sega Whoa. CD had Mortal Kombat Gold, which was like, like it was like an exclusive version almost of Mortal Kombat Four. Yeah. And it had Baraka, and I was really pissed because Baraka was one of my favorite fighters of all time, and he wasn't in Mortal Kombat Four, but Noob Saibot was, so that made it up because oh, yeah. he's my absolute favorite. See, when they burned me with 32X, I was done. And I love <laughs> that his name is, is Boone Tobias, spelled backwards, which are the two people that created Mortal Kombat, Ed Boone and John Tobias, which is hilarious. That is awesome. I don't know why I'm full of all this useless knowledge. That's no, not useless. You're in the, you're I, in the I, mood. I, I, Everyone's I, I, learning I'll something I'll be a good today. lifeline if you go on one of them shows. We should yeah. keep that in mind. No lifeline, shit. yeah. Right? I love it. <laughs> it's also a G.I. Joe lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> was he a medic? He was. Okay, good. I was going to say. He had, like, he had a, <laughs> obnoxiously red and white outfit. It's like, if this was war, he would be the first one shot. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, if like you're wearing talk. red and white, that sounds like a very bad soldier costume. Terrible. Half the costumes made no sense. Which you are, well, I think I can speak for Kirk and I when I say thank you for taking the time to come over and geek out with us. My uh, pleasure. Yeah, man. Could you fun. please give yourself a huge shout out on here? How can people find out like where to, where to find Real Life Peter Griffin, your website, Instagram, anything like that? So I actually have new pages. Um, I have a, a, a Facebook under The Real Life Peter Griffin. Okay. Uh, my YouTube is also under the same name, The Real Life Peter Griffin. 
Uh, and then Instagram is actually under my real name. It's at Rob Franzese. That's at R-O-B-F-R-A-N-Z-E-S-E. Great. Well, you're yeah. probably going to get a couple friend requests later today. Freaking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much yeah, for stopping Yeah, thank you so by. much for joining. Thank you for having pleasure, me. man. Thank Enjoy. you. Yeah. All right. That was pretty cool talking to him for the first time. I keep seeing him at these conventions. He's everywhere. Yeah, I've seen him at New York Comic Con, definitely, and he is always surrounded by people. So yeah, now we can be like, hey, remember us? We geeked out about Sega Genesis and Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and he'll not remember us at all. But he must meet so many people, so many people. I mean, he didn't really give a clear indication of how many Comic Cons he goes to, but I'm going to guess at least a couple a month. Was he at Super Mega Fest when we were there? I don't I remember. Have asked. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so either. New York Comic Con, though, I always see him. I see him at New York Comic Con. I've seen him at Eternal. Well. I've seen him at this. Yeah, yeah, well, now that we know that he's Long Island based, that's huge. We can, we can invite him to the next couple shows. Yeah. We should definitely reach out and just be like, come see our show. I'm seeing a lot of women dressed with these wings, um, these demon costumes. Do, yeah, do we so know what this is? Is it a thing? Scantily clad demons running around <laughs> the Cradle of Aviation Museum. Um, no, I think it's. Is this a made-up universe? There's a Dracula. There's what like is a it? there's a cosplay demon guy or something like that, isn't there? Maybe it's his cohorts that are like joining his faction. I don't know. Is he like Dracula, and they're like the? Vampires that surround Dracula. Yeah, it's Do definitely a name? it's a cinematic universe that never took off the ground. Yeah, the demon world, sexy demon world, <laughs> Sec- <laughs> sexy demon world. There's no plot to the cinematic universe whatsoever, other than being sexy and look how high my breasts get. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cinematic world. That's yeah. what it's called. Look you, how high my breasts be, get. Yeah, de- sexy demon world would be good background. It'd be like. Oh, man, I need to do my taxes, but I need to put something on in the background. <laughs> Sexy demon world! <laughs> Isn't that what Supernatural is supposed to be? In those shows? Isn't Supernatural... Did you watch that show? No, no. My dad got no. into that show, of all things. It's like 20 seasons, isn't it? 20-something Too seasons? Too many. And they're just finishing now? Yeah. And one of them suffers from, like, anxiety disorder that he, like, can't... He, like, he had to, like, stop doing the show for a while or Good. something. I don't know what I don't know what happened there. <laughs> well, okay, so if you do a show for twenty seasons, does your I don't set think it was twenty. <laughs> I think it's a lot. It's like eleven or something. I though. think it's something a lot. Serious? Was I, it before Big Bang Theory? Uh, I'm gonna look it up. We, we do have computers on our person. We should probably look up things. I'll if look we it have up right questions. now. Let's okay. Supernatural. How many seasons? Siri. How many. How many seasons, seasons are there of Supernatural? I can't help you. Okay, fourteen. Fourteen. Seasons of that show. 2018 on CW and concluded on 2019. 20, wow. 20 episodes. Each season's 20 episodes, and they're doing 14 seasons. Well, I guess I'd have an anxiety disorder, too, if Jesus. I did a show for 14 years. So 14 years? 14 years. Of Supernatural? And what How many good shows have gotten canceled in, like, two? That's CW, right? Yeah. Do you think their contract, do you think their salary goes up? Like, you know, fucking friends or something like Not that. Not like friends. I mean, But do you, they're probably something. being paid bank. I mean, obviously, like... CW is apparently a cheap... Is it state, a cheap... Yeah, it may, yeah it makes what sense. What I hear, like, they're the, one of the people that don't pay. Yeah. Oh, God. They ask people to take pay cuts, I think, after a while to keep the seasons going. And now CW's big on making it, like, 
uh, a superhero network because it's yeah. like you've got Green Arrow, Warner you've Brothers. got Flash, you've got Supergirl, you've got uh, the the Krypton. So Krypton's on Sci-Fi. Oh, okay. Um, get, I think I got canceled already too. <laughs> so I wanted to watch that. They're, Seriously, they're, was Jor-El on that? Who was that? Who was yeah, the star? Of that? I think it was Jor-El. Maybe even the father of Jor-El. I don't know. It's Jor-El's like dad. Twice removed. Superman's great grandfather. Twice removed. Jor-El. Yeah. Yeah. But did they speak like everybody did in that the scene where Michael Shannon's getting interrogated. <laughs> I will find him. <laughs> I will find him. <laughs> That's all I remember from yep. that movie. Is, I will find him. <laughs> I really enjoy all these cosplayers turning around. And yeah, they're like, "Who's this guy?" Guy in a rainbow hat screaming, <laughs> "I will find him!" Who's this guy? Who's why is he crazy? Speaking of, this is totally a tangent, but I saw Frankie and Johnny on Broadway oh. with, with Michael Shannon. Okay. Um, and wow, this was my first time seeing. Uh, oh no! I already forgot her name. The other female lead for Frankie and Johnny, Audra McDonald. Audra McDonald. Yes, Audra McDonald. Donald. Audra McDonald, who is a mega Broadway star, and she killed it. And this is my first time ever seeing Michael Shannon on Broadway. And wow! I heard he was miscast. I liked him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I haven't seen it. I, saw I don't know like, what. I don't know what. I don't know the show. I even. saw the second preview. It's it's like a. What is that show about? Like some guy who beats his wife? No. Uh, it is about. Uh, <laughs> it's basically this about walking the night right now. The so night you know. after. Uh, it's the night it's after my the fault. first date. That's what the show is about. <laughs> Michael Shannon beats Audra McDonald. I take uh, it back. I didn't know. I just no, took a swipe at it. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, basically, the night after a first date. Ooh. Yeah. First rendezvous. First rendezvous. Yeah, but it's good. It's fantastic. You should check it out. This is very good acting. Was he going sweet on. in it? Was he was he supposed to be like no, a normal guy? Or I is think he like he, shape he of plays, water. Not, he doesn't play like a maniac, but he plays kind of the same grain of characters that Michael Shannon plays, which is kind of uh, I don't want to say it's not mon- not maniacal, but like he's just he's just strange. Like, Didn't he's, like Stanley he's just, Tucci play that role also? Uh, it was a movie, but the movie was very, very different from this. This is the Terrence McNally script. So as of two people that could not be more opposite playing the same part. Yeah. Stanley Tucci and Michael Shannon. Yeah. Well, I've never seen the movie, but apparently the movie is very different from the, the Terrence McNally I mean, he's script. really interesting. He's got that kind of John Malkovich thing going on. Yeah, that he can. That's that's a good way to put it. Like you know? it's a kind of a John Malkovich like kind of, character. Dangerous. Like John Malkovich is always kind of dangerous, like, but he could be a sweet guy. Wide too. wide-eyed and strange. Wide-eyed and strange. Yeah. So, but but he does it. He did it very well. I'm sure he's just captivating, so he probably can get away with whatever he wants. Yeah, you know? that's he's true really too. Talented. I was I was pretty just captivated, anyways. To put it to put it mildly. Um, all right, so uh, we're f- we're finishing up this uh, first little episode we have here <laughs> at the uh, Cradle of Aviation now we've, Museum. We've gotten to everything today. We've gotten to video games. We got to Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. We got to Jawas already. Yeah. We, we got to Frankie and Johnny declared to Broadway. <laughs> yeah. I think we've hit every we talked, pop culture thing. About television. Oh, we, we haven't talked about books. Um, that's about it. We talked about European politics for a hot second there, too, with Peter yeah. Griffin. We yeah. talked about Scotland. Trying to find Sean Connery. Trying to figure out where Sean Connery is. Searching for Sean Connery. We've There's got some good movie. ideas for Next Reject shows, too. Next Reject shows. We've got yeah. some ideas. He definitely gave me some I thoughts. Mean, he, yeah, he sounds like he wants to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. He should be, when we do Braveheart, he should do the, um, the leper. Oh, God. <laughs> the, guy, the dad in the attic? Yeah, the dad in the attic. 
He was like a former king, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. And then he then he hit himself. He, yeah, he hit himself because he's a leper. Leprosy. Leprosy. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we're the Usual Rejects. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Usual Rejects. You also check out usualrejects.com. We're at the Chain Theater, 312 West 36th Street, between the 8th and 9th Avenue, when great things are happening everywhere. And uh, go on to our website and check out this. Uh, we filmed this whole episode, so I'm going to slice this up and put it on. And uh, we'll be broadcasting more from CradleCon, so there'll be more of these episodes. Oh, yeah. Thank you.